Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Friend Wrap. I'm your host, Nicholas Larimer, joined today by Mr. Herman Pretorius. Let's get into the news of today. And the first thing we're going to talk about is a new poll out from the Social Research Foundation. So we've recently talked on the show about a poll from the Brentos Foundation, which showed that the ANC was in some trouble. So let's talk a little bit about this poll. Uh, it had two turnout scenarios, one of 66% of voters and one of 56% of voters turning out for the election. And it compared its results to the previous survey that the Social Research Foundation did back in March of uh, uh, 2023. And it found that the ANC appears to have declined since that poll was taken. Uh, in that poll, the ANC in the 56% turnout got about 53% of the vote. In, the, uh, in this uh, latest survey, it's down to about 46%, which is still ahead of where the Brentos Foundation put them at, 41%, um, but uh, a noticeable decline. And this is a really good poll for the DA. In fact, I think it's the best poll I've ever seen for them, uh, with them on 31% of the vote nationally. Um, the EFF was on about 10%, which is pretty much where they've been in Social Research Foundation polling, uh, generally speaking. The IFP was on about 6 Now, it is worth mentioning that uh, while there was a 1,700-person um, sample size for this, which is, which is quite a large sample, um, ultimately... Uh, they said that there's a margin of error of 5%, which is quite high on this poll. So that means that the ANC vote could be anything from 41% to 51%, depending on how that margin of error goes. And the same with the DA results, which could be anywhere between sort of, you know, um, the mid-30s to the low-30s. Uh, sorry, to the mid-20s. Uh, they didn't include any political party that got within the margin of error, so less than 5% in the survey, which I think is wise because often you can get a slightly odd result um, when you include the very small parties. It's difficult to poll them. But um, Herman, what do you make of this? Uh, do you buy that the DA is performing so well at the moment? Um, do you buy that the ANC is performing so badly? And do you buy that the EFF is stuck in the same place? And how do you think this compares to the Brentos Foundation poll? Yes, yes, and uh, yes, and well, uh, in the sense that we, we, it's always dangerous when people try to treat opinion polls as predictive tools. They are not. They are not telling you the future. They are telling you at a specific snapshot, a moment in time, what an election would look like if it were to happen today. So we shouldn't try and discern which crystal ball is the best. They have various methodologies, and none of them are actually crystal balls. What I do think is safe to deduce from looking at various opinion polls is to see the trends. The DA is trending upwards from its previous election results in both 2021 and 2019. The ANC is trending downwards from its 2021 and 2019 results. And the EFF vaguely overall stagnant around the 10% Point. So we shouldn't read too much into this, but I think it is quite uh, should be quite heartening to the DA and DA supporters to find yet another indication, not to the decimal point perfectly what support might be a year from now when there's an election, but that they are moving in the right direction, and that's always the safest way to use the opinion polling. The question about the ANC, of course is will it need to work with the EFF? And ironically, in both the Brenthurst Foundation polling and the SRF poll we now see, it is a combination of the ANC and the EFF 
that breaches the 50% mark. So the ANC is lower in the Brentist polling, but the EFF is also lower, uh, pardon me, a bit higher in the Brenthurst polling. And here we see the ANC a bit higher and the EFF around the same. So the point is what we can deduce is that the movement of the numbers are broadly right. And if you have repeated attestation of the ANC in the mid 40s and the DA nudging the higher 20s, I think you can safely assume that's where those parties are currently. Yeah, that seems to be kind of the general trend here is the ANCs in sort of mid-40s, the EFF somewhere between 10 and 15% and the DA somewhere between, I don't know, 23 and 28%, something like that. That seems to be kind of the average. Uh, very interesting to watch. I'm sure the DA is going to trumpet this one uh, quite a lot because it is, I think, the best poll I've seen for them. Um, but we still have a lot of election campaigning ahead of us. And uh, depending on how the parties are able to roll out their machines... Um, that will change the results quite a lot. And also the question of whether the ANC can make progress on load shedding. Load shedding is one of those big question marks over next year's election. If the ANC can look like they're making headway there, that's probably going to get them some votes that otherwise they would not have gotten, um, either through non-voting or through going through another party. So very fascinating polling, real question, Real question mark over this is what's going to happen with load shedding, I think. Yes. Also still worth noting that the multi-party charter, which is the alliance of the DA, the IFP, and, and all of the other sort of small opposition parties, not all of them, but a lot of them, um, is still not able to breach that 50% mark if they put all of their votes together, uh, which is, uh, I think, concerning for, for them if they're looking to form a government at national level next year. Anyway, um, let's move on to our next story and uh, i'm gonna have to cut out a lot of detail on this one because it's very complicated but this is what's going on in nelson mandela bay with the mayor uh, gary van der councillor mayor gary van der kirk is uh, currently under investigation for allegedly utilizing services as this uh, on, on the speaker's letterhead during a period where he wasn't the speaker of council uh, gary van der kirk uh, is the sole member in council of a political party called formerly the Northern Alliance, but now the National Alliance, which holds one seat of the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, I think it is. Um, and they uh, have had the speakership in the two previous coalition governments and now in this government have the mayorship. Um, it's very complicated because he's fallen out with his party, which has declared that he is no longer a member and therefore his seat is vacant. Uh, at the same time, the city manager of Nelson Mandela Bay has been placed on precautionary suspension at the request of national government, which said that it wasn't willing to pay grants over to the city unless this was done. And it really just seems, if I can summarize all of this, that the city of Nelson Mandela Bay is in a lot of chaos at the moment. Uh, Herman, what do you make of all this? You're muted, sir. Damn it. This is the consequence of um, a fractured vote. Um, in our electoral system, especially with the PR component, proportional representation, there is really no such thing as a wasted vote in the very theoretical, technical sense of the term. Every vote does get counted. But I do think we are getting now into a place where the argument is quite forceful that voting for small parties like the uh, Northern Alliance or the National Alliance 
like Algemar in Johannesburg, that, that becomes very close to wasting your vote. And the NA is perhaps a very, very good example of this. They were part of the opposition coalition led by the DA. The DA have 48 seats in council and the ANC also have 48 seats in council. So it really is a question of the minor parties shifting here and there that throws out the balance of the entire government, either in favor of one direction or another. So we're not going to get into the discussion of are there actual wasted votes, but the people, the 5,000, 6,000 odd people who voted for the National Alliance or the Northern Alliance really have some questions to answer. Did they vote for this party to work with the DA or did they vote for them to work with the ANC or did they vote for them to work with neither? The long and short of it is this is what you get if you have minor minnow parties with zero accountability structures in and of themselves, no institutional stability and every incentive for corrupt other parties to use them as voting fodder and buy them for sinister purposes. Uh, sorry, I misspoke earlier. The National Alliance has, I think, three seats in council rather than one. Um, but uh, that's only about sort of 2% of the vote. Um, so as you say, uh, quite a minor player. Uh, and this is, you know, this this model of putting up a very small party as the mayor or candidate is what the ANC and EFF seem to have agreed upon in um, the municipalities that they currently govern in coalition across the country. And in every circumstance, I think that it has proven to be not a great success. Yes, it is a way of discrediting coalition government. It is a way of capturing uh, go local government without actually having your name on the mugshot. So it is quite perverse and voters should know that this will be the consequence if they vote for parties and then not hold them accountable because not all parties have the same institutional accountabil accountability mechanisms that your larger parties Indeed. All right, let us quickly go over our last story. And this is one that I think is probably of a lot of concern to people in the northern half of the country who might be looking at a beach holiday. Um, and that's that Durban's beaches are, well, some of them are still not really safe to swim in. Um, water sources have been tested at various points along the Umgeni River and also along the beachfronts around the Eteguini municipality. And uh, it's found that while some of the beaches, um, like such as Point Beach and Ushaka Beach, are clear of E. coli, um, some of them are have some evidence of E. coli, uh, like Battery Beach and Country Club Beach, um, the mouth of the Umgeni River, where it is spilling out into the sea, uh, tested with very high levels of E. coli. In fact, um, the safe amount of E. coli is less than one what's called colony-forming unit per 100 milliliters. Uh, at the mouth of the Mgeni River, apparently there are 100,000 colony-forming units per 100 milliliters, which I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound great. And uh, I feel like there might be some sewage getting into the river water. Um, Herman, what do you make of this? Well, I think that is the consequence of, again, local government failure. Dirty water is a failure of many, many parts of the governmental infrastructure. Inadequate housing planning upriver inadequate um, environmental policy and spending, inadequate revenue collection, inadequate fiscal discipline, and inadequate oversight. Then you're not even looking at the infrastructure. So, um, and, and, and the basic question of actually, 
are there sewage infrastructure ways that separate from the sanitation waterways that allows for these things to occur safely? Now, the problem here is if you have failure of government at all of those levels, well, then you get to the point where something is a 100,000 times more dangerous than is actually the case for a safe situation. It's a fantastic failure of local and provincial and national government who share this constitutional competence to a degree, but the focus, the buck stops with the local government, and clearly it's not stopping, it's flowing, and it's not a buck. It's what comes out of a buck. <laughs> um, it's uh, the, the city in response, despite the fact that this crisis is sort of more than a year old, um, said that the city would like to assure residents that their safety remains a priority. The maintenance and repairs of sanitation infrastructure is being expedited. Um, it seems like it'd be a, it can be expedited a little bit faster, perhaps, uh, if they want those beaches to be open in, in time for the holiday season. Oh, indeed. Anyway, um, that is all the time we have for today. That is all the stories we have to talk about today. And so that's a wrap.